Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. I want to start by saying there is no country in the world where you are guaranteed success. There is no country in the world where you are guaranteed success. And that every fruit, every plant has its soil. All right? And that God, your father, is no random farmer. All right? God, your father, is no random farmer. Doesn't just take seed A, throw it there. Seed B, hmm. seed C, just throw. If you like, don't find the soil that fits you. Anything you see, you know. Hallelujah. God, your father, is no random farmer. So that, um, so that we don't put our success, you know, in changing locations. You have to be careful, all right, that you don't put, you know, your life's progress, that when I travel out, I will begin to make progress. All right? Uh, so I like this. I remember this story of Samadhi How, you know, he worked so hard to leave this country. He told himself his future is... When he leaves this country, he begin to, you know, to make progress. So, through his pastor, he had to send he and his younger brother you know, on a Bible school abroad. And his plan was that he would jack back from the Bible. He didn't plan to come back. Bible school, run away. That was his plan. And things looked like everything was set because the guy that was doing the runs, that was having the process, it was, you know, a close friend to their pastor that was also a close friend to, you know, a, a member of the real family. So he thought this thing, nothing can stop. In fact, they had bought tickets. Everything was, you know, everything was set. So as, as they got close to that time, the guy and the senior pastor had misunderstanding. And so things fell apart. So it was as though the devil was pursuing that ah, I got this close to my breakthrough. All right? What, what was God showing him? Your success is not in locations, it's in my plan for you. Now, so he went back to you know, talk to him and say, God, Alpha, you know, I'm going to to speak to him that my laws of success are universal. My laws of success work anywhere. They work anywhere. So it's not a matter of places. It's a matter of, you know, finding yourself in God's plans and working his principles. I tell myself this, okay? If I do the work that has committed into my hands and I do it well, if I need to get up from here now and be in the UK, you know, by 7 a.m. tomorrow, I will do it. And I will, not, I will not stress over it. There will be no stress over it. If I need to say, um, babe, vacation now. We are going tonight. Amen. We are going now. But your bags, they've been packed. I won't sweat over it. But if I try to do some things before it is time, I'm bargaining for trouble. I did I get here? Utterance, eloquence. Say this for you. Take it and say thank you, Jesus. All right? Yeah. 
I tell myself, if I try to make things happen out of season, I am bargaining for crisis. So, your job in life is to stay on the work that God has given you. That work will take you anywhere. Yes, you may need to travel abroad for anything, right? But you must not put your success in that Nigeria is so bad. When I get to the UK, I'll begin to prosper. Better find God's way for your life and stay there. As bad as the country is, people are succeeding every day. In fact, they've now made so much money they can buy nationalities anywhere. Hallelujah. I tell myself, now, I compare myself with those that God has put, you know, in my industry. So I say, if Bishop wants to travel now and say, okay, I'm tired, safe, I'm to go on vacation for three months. Would they start saying, ah, I need money, oh. Ah, would they give me visa like this? Would they allow me to pass? No. No. So face your work, sir. Face your work, ma. Don't let people define what success is for you. Find yourself in God's will and stay there. There is hope for a child of God anywhere. Anywhere. So God told Isaiah 26, See, don't go to Egypt. Stay here. I will bless you here. So your blessing is in what God has put in your hands and where he has put you. Do you understand? The people of the country are the hope of the country. So because God loves this country, he has put things in you and in me for this country. And it's in doing those things that I begin to find my place to rise and rise and rise in life. See, if you run from God's plan, Yoruba has what they call any law, low law. The person that went, the person that came back, you will not be happy till you come back and do the work. Amen. So, let nobody put you under pressure that, ah, we are traveling, no. God bless you for your traveling. When I hear God about it, I will go. If I don't hear all the best, do you understand? I'm going to get that as we go on, okay? Jeremiah 1, 11 to 12. Jeremiah 1, 11 to 12. Once to go, Jeremiah 1, 11 to, are we there? 11 to 12, are we there? Okay. Once to go, moreover, the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I said, I see a branch of an almond tree. Verse 12, then the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am ready to perform my word. Jeremiah, Akim <laughs> Oliver, Jeremiah, <laughs> what do you see? Hallelujah. What do you see? What do you see? So, every day, the things in our lives are asking us, what do you see? The opportunities, the blessing, are asking us, what do you see? So that when I see correctly, it can perform his word. So, God is asking you, Corey, what do you see? 
What do you see? What do you see? You know, God told Abraham, when Abraham was crying to God about the child, he said, come out and look up. Come out. You need to see. You need to dream again. You need to have fresh perspective. So, come out. Come out and look up. Now, look at the stars. You are trapped in scarcity, looking for one child. Abraham, look at the stars. Can you count them? What's God doing to Abraham? Expanding his mind. Abraham, I have plans for you, but I need you to see it. Now, God went as far as telling Abraham, change your name from Abraham to Abraham so you can be seeing what I'm seeing. So, when you call you every morning, when your wife calls you Abraham, no, I'm not Abraham, I am Abraham. So, as you reinforce what I call you, you are changing who you see yourself as. You are changing your inner picture. So that every day, Abraham, you remember, I am father of many nations. Because until Abraham became that on his inside, he could not become it on his outside. It will be like the seed that was sown on shallow grounds. For a few minutes, we'll be, happy, we'll be excited. Ha! I'm so rich. You know the song? I'm so rich. I get so rich like this. Young people. Hallelujah. So, yes. So, you will feel so good for a moment. But when life reminds you of where you are currently, if what you are on the inside does not, you know, match the promise, you fall away. So, God has to change your internal picture before he can change your life. So, Tolayani, what do you see? Many times God gives us promises, but because we have not you know, made this promise to change our inner picture, we almost run from it. In fact, we do things that are contrary to the picture. So, it gives us open doors. We are too scared to take it because the doors look too big for us. We don't feel, we don't feel like we deserve it. We don't feel like, you know, ah, how will I dare this thing? How will I apply for that job? How? So, God needs you to see because what you see is what you get. You know, creation is deliberate. Creation is deliberate. Success is deliberate. It's not instant. It's not gifted. It is created. And every creation begins with the picture in your heart and mind. Everything we'll see is created twice. First on the inside and then on the outside. So, how I see will affect how I create. So, what do you see about yourself? What do you see about yourself? Do you see success? Do you see failure? Do you see, oh, okay, I'll be fine, mediocrity? Do you see wealth? Do you see poverty? Do you see excellence or mediocrity? Do you feel deserving of the things that you desire? Do you see, you know, some people want, you know, they, somewhere in their hearts, they want a good marriage, a good man, a good woman. When they see a good person, they don't feel deserving. They feel like, how do I, the way I am, okay, 
get this person the way he or she is to like me. So the person says, I love you, like you are lying. You are lying. You are lying. The person is doing all sorts of show he loves you, but because you don't believe you are the type of love, you chase that person away. In fact, you make a sin. You cause fight just to, just to chase him away. Because the picture of who you see you are is what will come out of you. And sometimes it's unconscious. You don't even know why you act the way you act. Amen. As a man thinks in his heart, so is what? So is he. That's Proverbs 27. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You know, I keep going over and over these same things again. Because people don't hear quickly. Proverbs 23, Proverbs 23, Proverbs 4.23. It says, keep your heart, look at this, with all diligence, for out of it springs out the issues of life. So he's saying, mount barricades over your heart. So you only open your heart to the things that take you further. Do you understand? He says, put padlock over your heart. So you only open your heart to the things that take you further because out of your heart will flow the things that control your life. Our heart has gates. The eye gates. The ear gates. The, you know, feeling gates. These things shape what enters into our hearts. What goes into the mind, into the heart, comes out in a life. What goes into a heart, into a mind, comes out in a life. What goes into the mind over time goes into the heart. What goes into the heart comes out in a life. What goes into the mind over time goes into the heart. And what goes into the heart comes out in a life. So, I can change my life by changing what goes into my mind. Now, the conscious mind, the mind, okay, can, with your will, reject thoughts and ideas. The art cannot. Let me explain. Let me explain. When a wrong thought comes, I can, with my conscious mind, say, no, not here. Amen? Yeah. But what I actually do in reality is what is in my heart. So, I mean, my heart does not say yes or no. It just acts based on what is inside it. So, meaning, if I don't use my will by the help of God to say no to wrong thoughts and ideas, I am shaping my heart, and my heart will do what's inside of it. Some people swear and say, I will never kiss her again until I get married. But because what's in their heart is, you get my point here, I want to do this. Once there's an opportunity for it, what is in the heart goes into operation. It's a law as a man thinks in his heart so easy. If you like, fast and pray. I get my point here? Fast till you are weak and your body looks like you will faint. If you see her, 
you still want to kiss her, ask the men around you. Because as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. There are men that have done everything not to do it again. They have played sermons faster than prayed. Oga, Oga. As the man thinks in his heart, so is he. So what you do is now to starve the influences that go to the first place. Hallelujah. To renew your mind means you are putting in new content and starving it of old content. Do you understand? So you shut the source of the field and opening, you know, a new source of inspiration to renew your mind. And it is not a one-day thing. I get my point here. It is something that you keep on doing. So, so while you are learning to renew your mind and you are renewing it, you put physical body kits so that you don't fall into what, you, what make you do what is already in your heart. Is why I will say, no matter how much you fast and pray, don't go to his or her house. Do you understand? Because what you are putting out over time will react. Do you understand? So also, if you succeed and fulfill your potential, you must guard your heart. Lock out the wrong influences. Open your heart to new ones. Hallelujah. Matthew 15, 17 to 20. Matthew 15, 17 to 20. Matthew 15, 17 to 20. Are we there? See, that, that, that passage says, guard your heart with all diligence. As in, he's saying, <laughs> work hard at guarding your heart. It's amazing how believers can be so casual in how we deal with our hearts. It's amazing. It's ridiculous. All right, are we there? One, two, seventeen. Do you not understand? Are we together? That whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and is what eliminated. Verse eighteen. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile a man. For out of the earth proceeds evil thoughts, murder, adulteries, fornications, theft, false witness, blasphemies. 20. These are the things which defile a man, but we eat to unwashed hands does not defile. So he says, it is what comes out of the heart that defiles a man. Do you understand? And what, goes, what comes out of the earth is what, has, what went into it already. So it's garbage in, garbage out. So what you want to see in your future, begin to put it in your heart now. I know they've told you, some of us have been told, you can't make it. You're not that smart. You're not that, you're not that smart. See your school grades. You barely finished. Yeah. You barely finished. Who wants to even date you? Hmm? Who likes you? How many people asked you at last year? Eh? It is boy. They gave you L, 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 L. You put L behind your name. What else should I die, you? Your L is not that good. Another L. Okay? So they've told you things about yourself. Even you, you saw your life result and said, Oh, more, God, how far? Is there hope for me? Let's make it more, even more, more practical. They've told you that there is no hope in this country, and you have believed it. 
they finished you. Until you renew your mind, you're in trouble. So it means God will show you opportunities, but your mind, your, what's in your heart will reject it. you say, Nigeria, it can't work. Amen. You put it right before you. Like, you will sit like that and say, like, your heart will respond. Do you understand? Your heart responds automatically. It's not a run. It's your response. So, the world and the culture around you, your upbringing and associations, man, have sold you many lies. But you are responsible for your outcomes. You are responsible for your outcomes. For quite you are no longer 12. You are not 8. You are not 6. You are 18 above. You are responsible. You are now in charge of your life. So you can no longer say, my mommy said, my daddy said, Oga, 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 you are 18 plus. So, take it as your first work. I, I give God my body. Okay, Romans 12, 1 to 2. I renew my mind. This must be your, your desire. See, again, not God will renew your mind. You will. Amen. You will. You will. Hallelujah. So they've called your stock all sorts. And it has stuck. But now you know better. Begin from that to create for yourself a new picture. From God's word and scripture and God's personal promises to you. Amen. Begin from now to create a new, a new picture of yourself from God's word and scripture and from his personal words to you. Esther, I've told you you will open this and this business. So call yourself, between you and your mirror, CEO of a global business doing so and so and so. You must reprogram your mind to fit the promise. It's why God told Abraham, if they call you Abraham, say no, my name is Abraham. Because you must reprogram yourself to fit the promise. Otherwise, you will not get it. What you see is what you get. So I'm not saying you can put the CEO behind your name on Twitter. No, 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 no. It's, between, it's now you and your mirror. Every morning, I am this. I am that. Because God has made me so. God said this to me. I believe it. I am becoming this. It's what Abraham did. You want to see Romans 4? He says, Abraham, you know, contrary to hope, ha, in hope believed. He saw the difficulties, the obstacles, and he said, nah, I choose what God said. Contrary to common sense, in hope believed. Hallelujah. So create for yourself new I am statements based on God's word and his plans and purposes for you. I am rich. I am beautiful. I am valuable. I am creative. I am righteous. I am lovable. I am deserving because I am of God. Usually when it says, this book of the law, not apart from your heart and your Mouth. So it, says, it says your mouth and your heart. It says you focus on it, you meditate on it day and night. You, 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 you. It says then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good. Meaning that it is your job to do. You will choose God's word. You will eat God's word. You will talk God's word. You make your way prosperous. And then you will have good success. Why? God's path is a law. It will not fail. It's your path that can fail. So when I do my part, God's part is bound to action. Again, it's going to fall down. God's part is bound to action. God's part is bound to give my toe ever. 
God's part is born. I don't use my shoe, but I change my mind. That would be too, too much drama. But that's what comes to my mind. Use my shoe. All right. So what goes up? It's going to come down. God's part is bound to action. So my parents to God, God is like, see, I'm waiting on you to move. I've been ready for you. You're born. I've been ready. I've, God is saying, I'm born ready. Even though they did, they did not born me, but I'm, you did. <laughs> I'm waiting on you. Like, God, please, Oga, 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 I'm waiting on you. And, you know, our biggest warfare, they're not against demons. We have already won those ones, you know. We already, we've already conquered them. Sincerely, we've conquered them. Our biggest warfare is against strongholds of thinking patterns. Your war is not, it's not against your father or your mother. <laughs> if you conquer the war in your mind, you will win anything the truth against you. You know how they brought down the wall of China, the famous wall of China wall? They bribed the gate man. They didn't need to break the wall. They just bribed it. So if you don't change your thoughts, it's like having a big wall of China with a lousy gate man. Hallelujah. It says, don't walk in the flesh. We don't war according to 2 Corinthians 10, 3 to 5. For what's the warfare? They're not carnal, but they're mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, arguments, and every high thing that was, not to say the knowledge of God, and bringing every to captivity to the of Christ. See, so your issue is not what goes on around you. Your issue is what goes on inside of you. So your real warfare is warfare against negative, limiting thinking patterns. That's why God says, renew your mind, then you'll be transformed. And again, it's warfare. It's warfare. It's warfare. You know why? It's been there for a long time. You know, you're 20 plus. You're dealing with 20 years plus worth of strongholds. So it means that you have to wage a good warfare. Hallelujah. So it's not what you've talked today. You don't say tomorrow. So they wake up in the morning, I'm blessed, I'm, I'm, I'm rich, I'm, I'm, I'm awesome. Now, it's Sunday morning, they can find it again. You're not fighting well. Like using antibiotics, you take small, you ignore it. You are spoiling the medicine, you are spoiling it. You are, know what will happen to you. Now say, it does not work. You know why? You did not use it. Well, now say, this word does not work. And it's not, it works, but you, you did not use it well, you spoiled it. Amen. So, if you have to, I think you have to, Write it down. Put it everywhere in your room where only you can see it at least. Maybe on your phone, where your eye go jam mistakenly. You get put it everywhere. Put it on your table, on your wall, everywhere. So that if you look like this, you will jam it. If you look like this, you will jam it. God told them, put it everywhere. On your wrist, on your head. So that you you get my point here. You are required. Science is just learning what God told them in, in Exodus. Science is just learning it now. Science is learning it after that. See, put it everywhere. Besides, you can see it everywhere. This is how you program yourself to become what the word says. Because what you see over time goes into your heart. Put it talent with, with you know that it's not for adverts. They put the same adverts over and over and over and over and they know what they are doing. Because what goes into your mind over and over again goes into your heart. They are learning what God already said since. Hallelujah. All right? It's warfare. It's warfare. And warfare is never casual. So whatever you're dealing with, those thoughts that hold you back, go on a counter. Don't wait till you fail again. You hear my point here? 
go after it. Things want in your life. Don't wait. Things work for those who make it work. Things move for those who are on the move. Do you understand? So start now. Go on the attack. Look for God's word first, first, first. Pray about it. Let God give you a word for it. Do you get my point? Let God give you a word for it. That's what will burn on your heart. Hallelujah. You know how it works. When God gives you a word, the word will burn on your heart. That word burn on your heart. Put it everywhere in your room and keep eating it. Say it by yourself. Say it again. Keep saying it. So, it also requires that you consistently reject contrary thoughts. Again, your conscious mind says yes or no, but your unconscious, your heart, doesn't say yes or no. It acts on your previous yeses and nos. So, when the thoughts come and say, I cannot do it, instantly they tell yourself, I can, I will do it. So, you are deliberately not giving that wrong thought room into your heart. Walking by faith is not casual. It's deliberate action every time. People don't know what faith is. Faith is that deliberate response every time. So you say, God, I'm living for, I'm living for, a, for a car, for a house. Thought comes says, you don't have the car, you don't have the house. Tell yourself right there, I'm going to have that car, I have the house, anybody that will die, will die. Actually, the devil, your enemy is not near it. But I'm going to get it. Do you understand? It's deliberate. It's not work. <laughs> it has work too. This one we don't do. Next. Hallelujah. Thank you. Good response. Woo! Alright, so practice rejecting those wrong thoughts. Those thoughts of your old self, reject it. Reject it. What goes into the mind comes out in a life. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Everybody knows this now, except many believers. All your movie makers, they now know it. Why people pay people for, to put gay roles in movies. Correlate, it doesn't relate to the movie. They'll put it there, gay role and sex role. It does not relate to the movie. It doesn't add to the movie or take it from the movie. They put it there for a reason. Because what goes into the mind comes out in a life. I always say, at the top level of spiritual warfare, it's not demons doing and flying. I've come to... Uh, <laughs> those are low-level devils. The big ones are working in, in boardrooms, designing content that you're taking every day, designing your policies, designing who becomes your president, who becomes your governor. Those are where the real demons are working. But guess what? Church people don't like going there. We prefer doing it in our churches. Die, die, die. Okay. Mark 4, 24, 25. That you failed as something doesn't make you a failure. Okay? Separate failure as an event from failure as a person. Don't let that failure go into your heart. Move on fast. And it's that kind of thing. Quickly we move, we move to the next thing. It's Jesus' name, we move. Yes, we move. It did not work to God be the glory. The next one. And when things work, the more than people do not work. Ask anybody, ask anybody. When things work, they more than pay for what did not work. But we don't see what did not work. We only see what worked. So you don't see that they failed before. You don't, that part, you don't, you don't see it. Hallelujah. Are we there? Mark 4, 25. But I say I'm there. Want to go. 
Then he said to them, Take heed what you hear. Ha! Continue. <laughs> With the same measure you use it, it will be measured. <laughs> and to you who hear, <laughs> more will be given. For whoever has, to him more will be given. Whoever does not have, even what he has, be taken away. So what you hear is measured back to you. It's as though, it's as though you are an incubator. Whatever you receive is multiplied back to you. So, if I keep hearing of failure and, you know, and sinful thoughts and all that, it multiplied back to me. Okay, so that what I have, I keep getting it. So, some people have repeated patterns. They, they do the same thing every time. They fail the same way every time. It's because what makes them fail is inside of them. All right? Since what you don't have will be taken away from you. So, you can starve something by putting off the source. Do you understand? All right? Hallelujah. So, don't allow those thoughts of failure. Tell yourself, I am born of overcoming stuff. I am made of incorruptible seed. The word of God. The flower will fade away, but what God's word remains forever. Why Christ told them much for That's not only by bread alone, but by every word that you really live indeed by the word of God. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. I am the one that is born of God. I am born into overcoming. You get my point here? I am born into victory. So I am immune to failure. Do you get my point here? You have to remind yourself. The one that's in me is what? Greater than the one in the world. So when men fail, it's because it's not met me yet. When I get there, I will show them overcoming stuff. Others may fail here. Ah, the one in me is bigger than the one in the world. There's one Yoruba proverb. I don't know how to say it. I will try. People will help me. It says, if they pound yam in in uh, in Nodo. Uh-huh. Okay, let me just see what I think it says, okay? That if they pound yam in, you know, in the pound, in the pound, whatever, in the mortar, <laughs> and put it in, in um, you know this amala leaf, this, uh, sorry, my name this moi moi leaf, abi, person that will be beleful, you beleful, this is what it means, okay? One that will succeed, will succeed, anywhere they put him. You understand? The one that will win, will win. So it's not about the environment, it's about the environment. When we say these things, people fight us that we are, eh, stay there and be poor now. Abi, what we say, reject it, it's your business. Okay? We will teach the word. What you want to do? Do. Abi, but we will speak the word. When people talk like, eh, they don't know how poor Nigeria is. People are born in poor homes. They should, they should they let them die poor now. Hey, Amen. Accept, accept the, the excuses and die poor. Accept it and die poor. That's the, that's the thing. Once, once you accept, accept the excuses, you are in trouble. Once you accept it, you are in trouble. You see, we see all over, all over history. People have come from, from humbling backgrounds, from nothing, and have risen up in life. So if you like, choose those that died in failure. Or choose those that go from where they are and miss out of their lives. Hallelujah. So, catch vision from God and run with it. Catch a word, a vision from God. 
over your life and run with it. Catch your own I am statements from God and run with it. Let God define clearly to you who you are, your assignments, your strengths, your potential, and run with it. Let him speak over your life, your career, relationship, your business, your finances. Let him give you a word and run with it. Prioritize hearing from God. Have your own I heard God moments. Times where when you're at crossroads and you went to God in prayer and God said this, this, this and you, are, and you did it and it worked. Those moments will change your life forever. So I got to tell them what I did for you so, so time of your life. Make it into a memori- memorial so you can tell your children of, do you get my point here? You see, David, David, David told Saul, see, I killed the lion and the bear. Meaning, I have a history of a walk with God. Goliath, are we eating? So, have your own. I heard compliments where you did the word and it worked. So, tomorrow, when you face, when you face the bigger challenges, you remember I ate lion and the bear. This one will break it down the same way also. So, at crossroads, at transitions, all right, go to God in prayer. God, I need a word from you. We said last week or two weeks ago, the one will pray. What we, what, what, what we get from God is what God will say, not what God will do. So when we do what God said, we will do what we want. Do you get my point here? So we should go after the word, not magic. Hallelujah. See, when you pray, look after what God will say. What God will say will provoke what God will do. So that the doing is now obeying what God said. So in those moments, go to God to receive his word. God, what are you saying about this? This is how you can reproduce success. It's not by saying, God, do, 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 do. Now, if he does it, you don't, you, don't, you don't know how it happened. You can't recreate it. But if you know that when you prayed, God said this, you did this, and you got that. Amen? Next is what you do. You have to pray to God. Wait for his word. You obey. Do you get my point here? You are building a history of success with God. Hallelujah. So, let God define clearly to you who you are. Some people wake up today, learn a new skill, do it for six months, another, another skill for six months, another skill for six months. So, they try this, try this, try this, try that. All right, what happens to them? Activity, little progress. One person, another person finds what God has sent him to do, his life's work, and puts himself at work there. And in a year, you can see the difference in his or her life. Because the law of focus is a major law in life. The law of focus. The law of focus. Everyone that succeeds has a definite chief aim. Check. Check. They know who they are. So in knowing who they are, they know who they are not. Do you know where you are going to? Every way is the way. Have you? You're not going anywhere now. So let's go. Ah, you go. Because success is deliberate action. 
meaning you must know where you are going to. And it's long term. So if I don't know where I'm going to, how do I build for 10 years, 20 years, 50 years? How do I build when I don't know where I'm going to? Do you get my point here? It's not random blow. You just blew randomly. It doesn't work that way. You are building something. If I don't know what I'm building, I cannot build it. No, no, no plan for your house. You do nonsense that will collapse. You get my point here? It will not work. If you are building for 50 years, you've got, to know, you've got to know what you are building. You have to know what you are building. You have to know what you are building. You have to know what you are, you have to know what you are building. <laughs> you have to know what you are building. You ask, who, who are you? Today, ah, I'm so and so. Tomorrow, ah, I'm this and that. Oh. Everybody's confused. Everybody doesn't. We don't, okay, we, we have heard you. Okay, are you are fine. Hallelujah. But when you have narrowed down what you are called to be, hallelujah, and you put your focus at it, you become almost unstoppable. Narrowed focus. All your energy is on that one thing. When you come up in the morning, that's what, that's what you're thinking about. At, go to bed at night, that's what you're thinking about. So, you know, what's happened to you? When you, when you dream at night, it's what you will see. It's what you will see in the night when you sleep. Do you get my point here? That principle of narrowed focus. See, we all have limited energy and time. Amen? So it means that you can't chase everything. You cannot. You don't have the time or the energy for it. So find what God has called you to do. Time is going. God lives forever. In this flesh, we don't. And this is where our work is. Abi, so... Don't waste time just chasing everything. Find what God has called you to be. And see, this thing, okay, no one can decide it for you. No one can decide who you are for you. It's be calamity. First Corinthians 2.11. It says, for what man, no sense of a man, except what the man's spirit, which is in him. Who says what man knows the things of a man except the man's spirit that is in him? Nobody can define you, your calling, like you would. So even when, when we advise you, you must have in you a resonance, as in that, yes, I agree in my spirit. When there's no disagreement, please be careful, don't do it. All right? Galatians 1, 15, 17. Galatians 1, 15, 17, 15, 17. 15, 17. So there, okay. Um, let's read it together. Let's read it together. Galatians 1, 15, 17. Galatians 1, 15 to 17. Further say I'm there. Are we there? Okay, one, two, go. But when it pleased God, are we together? Galatians 1, verse 15 to 17. Are we there? One, two, go. Let's go together. But when it pleased God, separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace to reveal his son in me, then I preached him among the Gentiles. Look at this. I did not immediately confer with flesh and blood. Please stop there. It says, when God gave me direction of who I am, I did not confer with flesh and blood. Meaning that I took God's word 
over what anybody else said. I don't go ask my parents, is this who I am? People can advise me, right? Which is important. We need direction. We need, we need, we need, we need them advice. We need counsel. But, but at the end of it, it must resonate with what God has said to you in your heart. I did not confer with flesh and blood. It's by conferring. This TGC will not be here today. People said, what are you doing? Does not make sense. Someone told me a close friend. This is not, he told us, this is not, this is not, this is not start a church. This is not how to start a church. He told me, this is not how to start a church. I don't blame him. Because me and some children, let's say the truth. Okay? University people. Final year mostly. We had only one graduate. We were up, you, you get. We are, how many were we? Like seven or ten. We're up to ten. You mean? They're in 100 level. <laughs> hundred, um, two hundred, you know, only only two working class. And those working class the salary cannot pay anything. Amen. You put it together, go on, cannot sponsor us. So of course it made no sense. You hear my point here? But if I listen to them, I will not be doing what I'm doing today. Even people that love me told me that. You just have to ask you as in, you started the church. Do you get me? This is where praying comes into play. That prayer gives you conviction. You cannot make it up. Even you'll be wondering, <laughs> how, how am I so bold? As when you now look back, like, was I mad? <laughs> no, yeah, like when you look back, when, in that moment you don't get it. When you look back, like, wow, that was some unusual level of meant. Do you get my point here? What happened there is not Julia's song. When I look back now, I'm like, wait, wait. What were you thinking? What were we thinking? We said, after our first service, our second service in my house, God said, go and rent the hall. Go and rent the hall. You know, us, we pay per use. With which money? Me too. I went to rent the hall. First one, we paid. Second one, that became, how do we pay? Second one. The money kept coming. And we had, we, it just kept coming. It just kept coming. Amen. I don't know anybody that really agreed with us to go. Only very few people said, okay, this thing, go on. Even some of them were like, the way you are saying it, just go. They don't like they, like they believe, though, but I could not be stopped. Do you understand? If I waited for permission from people that loved me, as in, for them to, for them to agree that this is the truth, we'll never start. <laughs> when it begins to work, ah, well done, no, we are proud of you. That's the it works. That's the way it works. But the principal's father disowned him. When he began to, when he began to prosper, he told everybody, that guy is my son. You know, have you heard of the principal? He's my son. Yeah. So if you allow people to hold you back, you're in trouble. <laughs> Hallelujah. So find who you are. In John 1, 28, they asked John, who are you? Are you Elijah the prophet? Are you this? Are you that? Why are you baptizing people? If I, you can put it. Why are you you're asking the guy, define yourself? Are you, are, you, are you Elijah? Are you the Messiah? As in, you wanted to define who you are. And he said, I'm not that guy. 
I'm not this guy. I am this guy. So who you are defines who you are not. You must know who you are. It, it doesn't have to be grand or, you know, novel or some spectacular revelation. Okay? It just has to be clear to you. Not, not, not everybody will have some grand revelation or some grand vision. Amen. What God has called you to is grand enough for you. There's power in the small places. I'm not saying you should abandon what you're doing while looking for purpose. That would, be, that would be incredibly stupid. Amen. Keep doing what you are doing while praying for direction. God speaks more to those in motion and to those who are taking any action. It's easier to steer a moving car than a stationary car. Who knows that? It's easier to steer a moving car than a car waiting for. So keep doing what you are doing. With, with all your excellence, diligence, do it with all, do it with your heart while praying. Then God will lead you into what they are called to do. Don't leave school and say, I'm looking for vision and purpose. Sean has told me before, I'm, 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 I want to drop out. I want to drop out. Now, she didn't drop out, now she's happy. Okay? And I said, she didn't like me. Like, madam, you can't drop nothing. This thing, you excel in it. You excel. Okay? Hallelujah. No, 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 how do you find purpose? Now, because these things are in our hearts as believers, many times, the things we love to do tell us a lot about who we are. The things you love to do tell us a lot about who you are. There are things you enjoy doing. Things you, are, you have almost natural genius at. Just find these things a lot easier to learn, a lot easier to do. You have relative easier compared to other things you do. That's one. There are things you hate. There are things you hate. There are pain points, things that annoy you. Maybe a pointer to the issue you are called to solve. Maybe a pointer to the problems you are called to solve. Most importantly, hear from God. Hear from God. Jeremiah 33. Jeremiah 33. says, Call to me, and I will what? I will answer you. I will show you what great and mighty things which you do not know. Hallelujah. What a promise. What a promise. It says, Call unto me. I will answer you, and I will show you great and mighty things that I don't know about. I will show you stuff. So go to God in prayer. See, People expect when they pray, they will see some mad encounters. Don't forgive, forgive me for the word mad. It's now modern day palace. Okay? When you say mad, people means dramatic. Uh, but hallelujah. Some huge encounter. Like I'll see angels coming down like Bethel. You know, Sharon, Sharon. I've called you to so and so. That's not shaking. Hallelujah. We hear in different ways, and they are all valid. 
God's word is God's word. People think it's some big vision, some big encounter to make them believe it. Ask Israelites. Ask. They went over, over um, the river on dry ground. They still behaved wrongly. They still did nonsense. So don't think that by seeing some big vision, some big encounter, you make you believe it's a lie. Amen. God's word is God's word. All right? Amen. We hear in different, we hear in different ways, okay? Seeing. We see pictures. Amen. We know that. We see pictures. Okay? Some of us, while being awake, we see pictures. When we pray, we see pictures. Some people see movies, like movies are playing. Okay? Some when they sleep, they dream. Hallelujah. Who fall into trances. Some people pray and sleep off and they see stuff. We call it dream, shall we? but it's not really a dream. It's vision. If we are praying and just slept off. I've been there a few times and I prayed for long. Yes, then I prayed like two hours. And I, know I just do the right praying. I see something. All right? Hallelujah. So, seeing, hearing. First Corinthians 3 10, Samuel heard God say, you know, he heard God call out to him. So, I'm actually here. There's hearing. There is the more audible hearing, and there's the hearing of the inner heart. Just faint hearing, but you know what you're hearing. It's not your thoughts. It's not you thinking. Do you hear my point here? This is that practice, okay? There's hearing. Some people just have these feelings. Just feel. And feelings can be strong, or they can be mild. But you know this feeling is not, it's not me. It feels different from me. What have there before? If you check well, you know how God has spoken to you before. My sheep hears my voice. If you are God's child, you will hear his voice. Just that like you don't know, because you think that he speaks dramatically every time. Okay? If you are God's child, you hear his voice. And if you know you hear his voice, you will hear more. To him, that has more will be given. Amen. All right? And there's knowing. Some people just know. How they know, they don't know. They just know. How do you know? I, I just know. So they can look, they can look very, very unspiritual because everybody's saying, I dreamt, I saw vision, I did this, I, God spoke to me, you know, I felt. I'm like, I just know. So like, uh, it's not even deep. Oh, guy, is deep. Yeah, just know. All right. Amen. Okay. We are led mostly, you know, by the inner witness. This feeling of green, green light, red light, wasn't there before? This feeling of, this thing is good, keep going. Amen. Or this thing, don't kill yourself. Oh. This thing is not good for you. All right, so I'm saying, this is my point. Don't think that you hear, you must compulsively hear your vision in some loud encounter. Sometimes it's the same thing I've heard about yourself over and over and over and over as you prayed. Now, sometimes you pray, you don't hear nothing. But over the week, new feelings come, new thoughts come, new desires come. Some people think that when they pray now, they must hear now. It's really so, it's not always so. Okay? Sometimes over the week, as you stay in that place of prayer, just take contact with God, your thoughts begin to change. Things begin to come to your head. Do you understand? So, how did I get to a point of, you know, knowing our course of ministry and all that? For me, let me, let me wrap it up here. I was this childhood. I've known. 
As a child, I go to my church, my ch- ch- children's church altar. Children's church altar. I will stand there and I will picture them bringing a crowd for me to teach. I was a child, maybe like seven or six. But I will stand on that altar and in my head, what I'm, what I'm thinking about is how to bring all the kids to me, a full all, and I will preach to them. That is, that is not a normal thought for a six-year-old. Do you get my point here? It's not normal. Thing, but my vision was speaking in my heart. I would, in my panel, have my imaginary altar. I could just put a table or something, you know, and that's my, in my head, that's my own pulpit, and I'll preach to myself. That is not a regular boy playing. Do you understand? I would take my neighbor's children to go and preach on the road. That was not a regular, do you get my point here? It's not a regular boy. That's not normal, not, not, what normal children do. Is that what normal children do? Is that what normal children, is that what you do when you're young? Okay. Yeah. I, I got into, into, into secondary school, and even though I, I was not a good boy, people call me pastor. I don't understand it. <laughs> yes. I was not, I was vulgar talking. I was, people call me, they call me, they call me, you get. I even thought that I, I, I would dodge from church to go and read my book, because I, I just read my books and just pass my exams. I would, they would call me church worker. I never, I never do any church work in my secondary school. I did not join any units. I used, I used to dodge from church. But people saw me as, do you get my point here? I went to school too. Okay, I got, I got born again after secondary school. And from there, I just knew, again, this pastor work is what we will do. I went to school, manual level, okay? Manual level, when I was doing class, of course, I read my books, so, but you know, my mind was still more in chapel. I will miss class to go to church, because that's where my heart is. Okay? Manual level, my pastor then came from, you know, came and told me, he, can, he sees Kinnikok, Kinnikok. I did not tell him anything. The first day I met him, the first day I met one of our pastors, that was the first thing he told me, that you had this disease. I had not met him before. He first, that was the first thing he told me. So again, it was already in my heart. It was in my spirit. I didn't have some dramatic, my son, my son, my son. Thou art the voice of the prophet. Yeah. All right? I'm at my third level, okay? That was when I got some of my major cry of what I was going to do. I knew from then I was going to start a church. I knew from then. I named the church. Even though that name, that name is not the name I use today. I named the church. Do you hear my point here? So it's not as though I woke up to and said, let's start a church. This is our vision. These are things I've seen over time. There was no single moment of vision or sin in just about. It's, again, it's commission built over time. I remember then I saw clearly my third level. I didn't see pictures. I saw in my heart. Pictures in my heart. I saw myself surrounded by you know, professionals leading their areas of influence. I saw it. And with those people, we made change in society. I saw it. Not with my eyes, with my heart. But the way I saw it, I know I saw it. Even though, even though it was not my eyes, it's my heart. But I know I saw what I saw. You cannot tell me I did not see. You cannot tell me I did not see it. So when, so when, when it happened to me today, and people ask, people doubt what, what, what I'm called to do, or, or, or I want to doubt it, I remember when I saw it, how I saw that, that nobody, nobody, nobody preached to me. Nobody told me. Nobody taught me it. I saw it. Nobody influenced me to get it. I saw it. I remember clearly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you getting my point? When I was going to get, you know, the right to checking everywhere for a right, checking everywhere. But I just got to the point, I just stopped and said, I will not get something some by the flesh. <laughs> I will get by the spirit. That I won't just also flesh also. I will get God's plan for me. By the Spirit. Okay. So at first, you know, thought just came. Sharp thoughts. Sharp desire. Get this car. 
Now, my wife told me to walk before death. Let my calm. Like, I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg. I don't, I don't want stress. I just, uh, so. But when God told me, it became a sharp desire that came with faith. I told her that day, renting a car next week. Did I have the money then? Nope. But God had said it, and the way he said it, it came with faith in my heart. That was the end of it. Me, in my heart, I bought a car. I knew, you might point here. So, yes. So, the money came, you know, very easily. As in, very, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. All right? So, yeah. So, to not get the car, looking for a track kind of car, and I told God, God, I will not get by the flesh. I'm led by the Spirit. So, I will hear you on this. So, next thing, I just felt, again, in my heart, I didn't hear anything. Just this inner impression that, you know, this thought, not my thoughts, because this kind of, ah, where did this come from? To tell this, my friend, that, that I, do business, I do business with, to tell her like this, um, God said I should tell you, no, I feel like, so I told her, I feel like I should tell you I'm looking for a car. I don't know what I'm telling, but I feel God will have me tell you that I'm looking for a car. Or, do you have someone so car for sale? So like, ha, Pastor Tolu, ha, 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 I have the exact car. For, do you get my point here? You know, how, you know, it's not, you know how, how wild that is, how random it is, in quotes. Usually, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? That is how I got the car at a very good price. I had God. Again, I did not say, I did not say any dramatic vision. My son told you, called this. Mm, I knew in my, I just knew. How did you get this all? We're looking for a new all. We're praying, uh, looking for a new all. And that day, I was praying to God. All, all, uh. So I went, I went to, I also thought I should go to my laptop. You know, I, no, the night before, the day before, I checked and saw this all. But the price on it did not look like, I just felt, it cannot be a good all. I just neglected it. While praying, my heart went back there. And I went there like, ah, this is a loose good old, loose good old. I went to go and check it. I knew God told me, so I knew it would work. So when I was saying, I knew this all, it will work. What's my point? God will speak to you, but stop waiting for dramatic encounters. Pay attention to what he's doing in your heart. Let him speak to you about your life, about your vision. Let him speak to you on each area of your life, so you will know what to do to get ahead. So that what he says to you becomes the new picture of your life. Sam says, this is the ultimate law of success. The ultimate law of success. Hear from God. Obey his word. You cannot fail. I'll be on it. Father, my eyes see my ears here. My eyes see my ears here. Ha, my eyes see my ears here. Seeing eyes and hearing ears, they are a gift from God. My eyes see my ears here. I apply myself to seeing, hearing, and knowing. I apply myself to spending time with you in study of the word, in hearing the psalms over and over and over, in praying the Holy Ghost. I commit myself to sin. I commit myself to hearing from you so that what I hear from becomes the new picture I run my life with. Where I have seen failure, now I see success. Where I have seen obstacles, now I see open doors. There is for me no limitations, no hold back, I am born of overcoming stuff, so I win in life. I win in life. I win in life. I win in life. There is no stopping me. This seed must become a sequoia. 
Because what? It is the doing of the Lord. And it's what? Marvelous in my sight. This seed is not become a sequoia. I will apply myself to do the work. I will apply myself in study. Are you getting me? I will apply myself in prayer. I will apply myself to hear what you will say. My ears are open to instruction. My eyes are open to learning. I am of a keen understanding. My eyes, they see. My ears, they hear. My heart perceives and understands. I will not just yell out the word alone. I will do what I'm taught. I will do these things. I will eat the psalms over and over and over and over until I begin to act it by default. As I do these things, my progress will appear to all. <laughs> my, my progress will be, not, not be audio, they will see it. Hallelujah. People will see my rising and come to serve my God because of what they see in my life. If God can do it for him, <laughs> I have hope. Hallelujah. If God can take her from that small place and make her into this, come on, I want that God also. People will see my works and they will serve my God. Hallelujah. They will see my works and glorify my Father in heaven. I have become a signpost of the goodness of God. Hallelujah. I have become a signpost of the wisdom and power of God in the affairs of man. Hallelujah. Where others fail, I've become untouchable. Hallelujah. Where others say there's no way. <laughs> I come. I come and show them what it means to be born of God and to overcome the world. In my area of calling, see, I will so rise, the world will be shocked. What can come from a man or woman in Africa? They will see my work and wonder, wow, from Nigeria, how did he do it? And I will tell them, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. That if God be for me, not even Nigeria can be against me. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Through me, this country will see a new day. <laughs> ah... Through me, people in this nation will have to catch a new hope. They will see my results and be hopeful. If God can do it for him, if he can do it for her, I will, I will do it also in the name of the Lord. I pray for today, preservation. As you work on your purpose and vision, you will live long. In health and in strength, you will live long. You are preserved. No evil hand will touch you. No evil eye will see you. You have, you have become for them a touch me not. You go everywhere, carrying on your head. Do not touch my anointed. Evil bows before you. Evil runs from you. In the name of Jesus, I speak over you good health. Good health, preservation, protection. Wicked men avoid you. Wicked women avoid you. They see you and they flee. In the name of Jesus. You will hear clearly where to go, when not to go. When to go, when not to go. You are led in safety and in progress. I pray for you tonight. Resources, resources, spiritual and material to get the vision done is released to you now in the name of Jesus. People will give to your just cause in the name of Jesus. You have the strength in your emotions to pursue the vision in the name of Jesus. 
you find unusual strength, unusual grace, unusual skill to get this done in the name of Jesus. I see you rise. You are that Savior, and I see you rise. Ah, they will know in your interest that the Savior is here and is rising in the name of Jesus. Thank you, 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 Jesus. Father, I'm grateful. This is all you. It's your anointing, it's your grace, it's your help. I mean, I'm glad to be a part of it. Lord, we see in the coming months, we see multitudes gather to hear these things. Are you, are you getting my present? We see multitudes gather to hear these things. They are coming. They are coming. They are coming. This all is jam-packed. This all is so packed, we have to do another service. In the name of Jesus, we see them coming. We see them coming, and we'll do our part to get it done. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Jesus, name we have prayed. We hope you were blessed by that sermon. Chance to growth and global impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church. And do join us every Sunday by 9 a.m. and Wednesday by 6 p.m. to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that Savior. You are light and life to your world.